When you bring your child home for the first time, you want a baby monitor you can trust. When you choose Stork, you choose technology trusted to monitor 10 million babies in hospitals every year. Stork continuously tracks your baby's pulse rate, oxygen saturation, and temperature. Visit MassimoStork.com to learn more. Stork, a revolutionary baby monitor, is born. Stork is not a medical device. Read and understand all product labeling. Massimo data on file. At Parker, our purpose is simple. We want to make the world a better place. By working more efficiently. By using more sustainable practices. By developing better technologies. We keep moving forward. With each new idea, innovation, and partnership, we're one step closer to fulfilling our purpose every single day. To find out more, visit parker.com slash purpose. Parker, engineering your success. I mean, but here's the thing, though. Even with that, we still remain consistent. We're, we are us, regardless of whatever. So we still use our space to have the conversations that we want to have. And we're still genuine because we don't know how to be anything else, but we're human. So if honestly, we I can't do it today, then we just can't do it today. If yeah. I don't have it in me today, I'm not going to, I can't bullshit y'all. And we're just not really good pretenders. Plus a lot of y'all could tell. Yeah. Especially our people on Patreon. <laughs> we be getting texts. We be getting like, told about ourselves. Okay. Like, need to sit. Maybe y'all need to Damn. stop doing this. <laughs> And you know we're like you know what? <laughs> but you're right. You y'all don't get them two episodes regardless. Sometimes they may be back to back. They may be Thursday and Friday. <laughs> they may be Monday and Tuesday. But you will get your. You two. gonna get them. Now check it out. Now look, the apple don't fall far from trees, right? I'm in the land of milk and honey with the bees, like. And if I'm ripping it, what I'm sowing with my seeds, like. Now check it out. Hey y'all. Hey, I'm Mikey. And I'm Randy. And this is the Black Millennial Marriage Podcast, where we give you an uncensored look into all we're learning, unlearning, and loving about marriage in real time. Welcome. We're thankful you tuned in. Yes. <laughs> Before we get into our episode, we wanted to shout out our village over on Patreon. Woo woo. Thank y'all for everything. We just had another great game night in the books. Yes. This past Friday. We had some new faces Friday. in this one. This one was yes. good. Uh, congrats again to Charnel for winning the most games as we played House Party. It was a lot of fun. Yeah. which She got a gift card, right? Yeah. She got a $25 Amazon gift card. So congrats. She'll blow it on books. <laughs> she probably she will. <laughs> uh, reminders, we're approaching October, y'all. Yep, y'all know what that means. So that means it's time for relationship <laughs> horror stories. Yes. If you need a reminder about what that is, it's where listeners write in or call in about horrible relationship decisions and experiences. Yes, this year, um, Brandy's going to share something anonymously, and we're going to see if people can guess uh, which story is her. I'm joking. Well, I'm, I'm looking at you like what? It's like I feel like you got horror stories you should share. That's not me based. That's funny. Um, actually, hmm, that's really funny. Do I you have should? any? I think you do. I do. <laughs> I know you have. At oh, least so two. maybe this year we'll share our relationship horror stories as a stranger, probably. No, like we'll just share stories um, that have never been told on this podcast. Huh? Okay. I think we will. So yeah, if y'all send in your stories, we're gonna. Post it on the episode. If you want to stay anonymous, you can. And if you win, 
we're gonna like vote and see who wins and if you win based off you know if you had the worst story or the funniest story you're gonna get something we don't know what that is last year we sent cash app money yeah we just cash we just the, gave them cash the, what top two yeah three first two stories, stories yeah um which so were really good say. gotta go back and listen to the episode relationship horror stories part two is episode i can't remember we're gonna link it yeah we're really gonna link it as a reminder here's a snippet from one of those episodes no 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 this story is titled in need of breakup insurance <laughs> by daryl he said he would only submit it if i read it so thank you for making me read my name <laughs> guess i'm gonna go ahead and do it all right starts off like this this crazy shit here oh let's rewind this crazy ass shit here <laughs> a little over 10 years ago in my whoring glory days oh no i was 23 working enjoying no kids extra money all the time a phrase i haven't said in a while i, I feel know. you she was 32 and fine as hell funny and also no kids we went everywhere and did everything traveled we went on adventures out to eat all the time just having fun kicking it i can already see where this is about to go left just <laughs> and for almost a year oh i'm sorry for <laughs> almost a year and some change life was great then all hell broke loose that was in all caps her insecurity monster started to show its ugly face oh no like how a big mouth the hormone monster shows up <laughs> to egg them on. Out of nowhere, if my phone would make a noise and she was around, she would say, who is that? Sound like she's doing some sketchy stuff. Mm. If a female smiled too hard at me, or if I held the door open for a woman, she would let her whole ass show. Oh, no. Saying some stuff like, damn, are y'all fucking? Type what? <sighs> oh, no. We've all been there. My, like, oh, man, I feel Have we all been there? Yes. Wow. Okay, go ahead. I was at a loss and didn't really know what to do. You can't leave her because you're going to kill you. He ain't say that. That was just me. Now, in her defense, this would lead to a great anger banging. Oh, no. <laughs> and sometimes I pour gas on the fire by antagonizing her some more. Oh, no. Yeah, been there too, my nigga. That's how y'all got these two babies back to back. Go ahead. <laughs> I soon realized that this shit was going to get worse. And I'm sorry. Should. We should probably part ways. She would flip out if she called and I didn't answer immediately or call her right back. Yeah, but it make the sex better. I had to cut it off, man. And so it began. We broke up and it was fine we exchanged parting gifts each other shit had a farewell fuck oh no and my single them started the next day Not the she next seemed day. like she understood <laughs> <laughs> so i didn't press it by making her feel bad as a part of my hoeing routine and because i didn't always date wholesome women i changed my locks oh passcodes no. thinking it was all good smart lots smart oh no nigga nigga and caps I was wrong like a motherfucker. Oh, no. This chick started randomly popping up in places I was at. Oh, no. With that funny running into you bullshit. Oh, no. I'm oh, sorry. I can't. <laughs> Next thing I knew, I started to see her car outside my job. Oh. I would get random ass thinking of you gifts. Oh. I threw all that shit in the trash. And then the text started. Oh, my God. Oh, so you changed your locks and shit, nigga. How, but how you know? You fucking new bitches now, nigga. Oh, no. <laughs> That's exactly how she said it, too, when she wrote it. Oh, my God. This is too relatable. She was so charming that she called locksmith. No! Convinced that nigga she lived in my house and got his ass to open the door. Oh, no. And what made it worse. Well, I'm sorry. What made it worse was that she was that? knew that my dog knew her. Mm -hmm. So he was just, oh, hey, where you been? She gave his ass a big bone to distract him and proceeded to fuck up my whole Wait, house. The dog is a traitor at dog group would do these the dogs group, group would do the do exact same thing that's why i tell you to put that bar on that door because he would just let anybody yeah okay. i don't like the rest of the story this bitch cut up my photos threw my food away not the food <laughs> took packages and set them on fire in the fireplace what you do to her no 
I nah. called the cops to file a report, and they laughed when I gave them her description. At the time, I was 6'4", 330. She was 5'3", 170. They asses chuckling and writing this shit down as I'm talking. <laughs> I didn't know what to do. I was super concerned because I had registered weapons in my crib. Luckily, none were missing. Luckily, nigga, shit. Ooh, this could have gone left. <sighs> and she would threaten any potential new shouting. Oh, no. First of all. Mikey. I mean, everybody. We're going to take a moment right here to thank God that she did not find your guns. Because if she would have tacked on a body. I'm still stuck on the dog To your bone. registered weapons. She came prepared. How she know the locks was changed? She tried the key. My God. And why would the locksmith not think that it was, if the See, dog was cool? You should have reported him. Because what the heck? Mikey, please. She was charming. No. We all know that girl. I know that girl. I'm sure you do. I get you, my nigga. Oh, God. Then. <sighs> then. Then, nigga. Oh, no. She claimed we had a baby that I wasn't taking care of. Oh, no. We never had kids. She sent some thin line between love and hate message shit that if she can't have me, no one can. Oh, no. Then I knew something had to be done. I called my realtor. Damn, nigga. <laughs> she made <laughs> you move? <laughs> I called my realtor and put my house on the market, got rid of my car, stayed with a friend in the interim, <laughs> changed my cell number, <laughs> played shadow games. <laughs> When a nigga say in the interim? <laughs> no, but like he called the realtor and put his house on the market. He started parking your car at other people's places and walking down the street from your car to your house. He said he got Good rid times. of it. He I knew if he we got, got into it, it would be my ass going to jail, despite filing the report and documenting everything she was doing, which is true. My mama would have been the only one trying to prove my innocence. Oh my God. Mm. This joint still fucks with me to this day. Oh no. Later, someone told me she had lost her job and insurance around our breakup. So she couldn't take her bipolar medicine oh, no. uh, that she kept hidden from me. Apparently, the person I thought I knew, I'm sorry, the person thought I knew about it. Like, I can't tell you what the lesson is other than to be careful. Hoes be wildin'. Meds should be free. Meds should be free. Glad the woman I'm married to ain't crazy. Lord Jesus. Niggas need breakup insurance. <laughs> Side note, I listen to more than just Mike's call to action. Thanks for reading my last email and giving me. her content we can relate to slash discuss and tools to help us. I hope this story lives up to the expectation. Former hoes unite. Oh, oh, oh! All right. So, yeah, y'all, if you want to be featured on the episode, if you want to be brought back up as a memory, go ahead <laughs> and send in your relationship horror stories. And you could be a part of the greatness y'all just heard. Yes. All right. So. We have no corrections from previous episodes. We don't. <laughs> I had a brain fart. We don't have any corrections. And thank you so much for the feedback we've been getting lately on all the episodes. Mm -hmm. We really appreciate it. So continuing with the theme of plot twist, we are going to talk about creating during a pandemic. So yes. being content creators during a pandemic and revolution. In our first <laughs> segment, we're going to talk about the adjustment to our plans because of COVID-19. Mm -hmm. We're also going to share a few challenges and maybe some highs to being content creators during this time. Yes. Second is our fight or flight where today, oh, I don't have a fight yet. Where today I'm you can think of something. confronting Mikey about nothing because I'm perfect. Mm. You know, I ain't going to say like perfect for you. <laughs> oh my god hype me up confronted mikey about always not always not do. reading the room sometimes what i'm confronting you about not always reading the room i always read the room i mean i care once not <laughs> reading the room slash not caring about the room that is being obviously stated to him done 
Finally, we'll wrap it up with our PDA segment where we show each other some love and or thank each other for something. I'm looking forward to it. All right. (laughs) We hope you enjoy. And we're back. So backstory is we're living in the time of a pandemic and revolution and realize we haven't talked about the effect is having it is having on us as creators. And it is. We haven't talked about work at all, really. Um, We've just been doing it. We've been doing it. We've just been pushing it out. Because we're great like that. I mean, okay. However, we are also human. Yeah. And we're affected by the world and what goes on in the world. Um, And what's crazy is a lot of influencers, a lot of just people on social media can, like, work and get it out. And they have to because, you know, you have to kind of make it seem like you're not bothered by certain things because work still has to be done. But it's difficult. It is. So we're going to share some pros and cons to creating during this time. And we're doing this because the creator in us, the creators in us need to get this out. Mm-hmm. And we want people to not feel alone and or out of their mind <laughs> if they do feel alone. Uh, so, yeah. So we're going to share three thoughts of each about what it's like being a creator right now. And hopefully I'll take something from this conversation. Yeah. All right, oh, baby. Wait. First. I got to go first. Yes, Mike. You got to go first. Mm-hmm. I like when you lead. Mikey. Um. Okay, so the first thought that I had or that I considered a woe was um, having the perceived space to do any and everything because we're in a pandemic. Um, Like I've been seeing memes that say, you know, if you haven't started a business or you're not creating or hustling, then you've been wasting this time that you've been given. Um, Yeah. The world is fucked up. So that means you should be producing. And the truth of the matter is, is it has some truth to it, but it's like really wrong as hell. I don't think it has any truth to it. Truth to it, meaning because there's time and space, you have the opportunity to do something. But that doesn't mean that you're supposed to be doing something. I know a lot of people feel like because this is happening, I'm supposed to be doing something with this time. But the truth of the matter is everybody is not afforded the space to do anything. Some people really have been just struggling and are on unemployment because their job really did fire them and they're not scamming. (laughs) And some people have been legitimately struggling through this pandemic and still haven't received the help that they need um, while the world continues, you know, to spin and and move forward as if nothing's going on. But I mean, I also think there are other ways that people are struggling that aren't necessarily just financial. Like, no, we're that's also just living I in. Too. No, I get it. Yeah. I, oh, go ahead. I'm no, 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 good. No, I mean, listen. No, there are like a lot of ways. There are a lot of th- there are a lot of reasons why I am like finding this hustle now thing really troubling because like people are also like grieving and color yeah. and like in color and and live and every time we get past and quote something someone else dies mm-hmm. or you know something else spikes and you know at my job we do research on the globe you know like the, mm-hmm. around the world and so covid hasn't stopped and neither has like any other virus and pandemic that is happening in other countries and so yeah, yeah. and yeah. my yeah. bigger point again is that perceived like that rhetoric that you should be doing something because if you're not you're a failure yeah i just think that's wrong i it's it's so how one of the that? things that like it bothers me as a creator because we're in that same space like yeah we do actually have time to do things but we don't we, we still don't things have gotten things have shifted a little bit we had a lot of stuff planned for this year that just you know, we're not going to be able to do such as like meeting people, going out, doing events. Um, Like we have a whole toddler at home with us all the time. Like I just shared on social media that, well, you got my results back from my doctor. 
(laughs) (laughs) because I haven't received the thing that I should have. But Randy got my results and they found out that, you know, I don't even have the antibodies for COVID. Like I haven't been exposed exposed to it it at all. Um, That's because we've been (laughs) because we've been literally inside (laughs) for eight months now um, with this baby. (laughs) and we've just we've been home this entire time and we don't have the space to just grind you know like i I, we don't have like a team of somebody who could just come and watch her all day so we can like you know push out episodes or just have meetings and create like we have to like live like still do life shit yeah so you know just that that perception that because like there's always some opportunity within tragedy and you should be taking advantage of it and if you didn't have the time to do it before now's the time to do it I get it, but I just don't, I don't know. Like, I, I, it's one of those things that bother me when I see it. Cause it, you know, again, has a little bit of truth to it, but it's just not the case for everybody. And for a while, I felt a little guilty. Like, you know what? We should be doing a lot more, but truth of the matter is some, you can't. Mm. If you can, you can, and that's great. If you can't, that's also okay. Thanks, babe. What about you? Um, oh, yes. <laughs> well, my first one is, uh, I'm feeling very exposed right now. Mm. Uh, that's one of my woes as a creator because like many people during this time, we are, I am forced to like sit with myself and, you know, yes. confront a lot of things. You, I can't go anywhere. I stop drinking, you know, and so Poor there aren't decisions. any like numbing <laughs> agents helping me. You know, I'm, I just feel very hyper in tune with myself. And so I feel like that's reflective and at least my indie episodes and maybe even like a, a mm. lot of my responses this season since the pandemic hit in March and or since lockdown hit in March. And so it's difficult to feel. I just feel very raw and and I have lots of things on my mind. And because we are in the space of creating and we are pushing out episodes until our next break. Um, and I, I, I have to discuss these things or I wouldn't have anything else to talk about. And thus I couldn't like produce. Mm-hmm. And so I'm just feeling very raw and exposed and it's not always, you know, fun. And while no. we talk about vulnerability and transparency and you definitely need it in your relationships with the people you love and with your partners, it is not, I just feel like I'm always just raw. You always know? vulnerable. So, always. Yeah. Just exposed. This is not in some easy. Way. So yeah. yeah. So yeah, that's mine. Oh, I well, hundred percent agree with that being, is that the norm now? Would that be considered a norm after so many months of having to? I do mean, that? yeah, and this is probably this is also why, like, why it frustrates me because people are literally dying and getting sick. And one of our friends who actually got married the day before us, um, she is a nurse, and she wrote on her Facebook, you know, page, being with somebody in their last minutes. You know, they had hooked him up to ventilators. He had asked her not to leave him, and you know, leave him by himself. He told her that she was he was scared. She like gave us this whole description because um this just a day in her life and he died he was 60 Mm. um they did all this work and he died you know just a few days later because of this disease and people are out here out and about and there are ways to do it in like a very safe way Mm -hmm. and so i'm not you know we're not yeah we're not condemning you if you are because there are ways to do it but then you got people who know they sick who know they don't feel right who know they've been around somebody that's been sick who not living in fear in quotes and killing people and hurting people and it's just very frustrating because they're in a way avoiding all this work i'm having to do (laughs) and i'm bitter (laughs) and i'm mad because you know yeah 
I'm doing what I'm in quote supposed to do. And, you know, I, I would love to be outside in somebody club, you know, doing something, avoiding all of this, but I can't because of my principles and because I love people despite people. So, you know, yeah. I get it. Yeah. All right. How's your second thing? What's your second thing? Well, it was coming off your first, uh, this is an extrovert's nightmare. <laughs> Y'all this will be okay. Is, I, I'm referring to, I didn't even tell you the second part of my thing. <laughs> this is an extrovert's nightmare and an introvert's dream. Uh, <laughs> and then it flips depending on your mood. Because at one point, this would be an extrovert's dream and an introvert's nightmare because your space is now invaded by an extrovert All who is time. struggling. Who you see what I'm saying? Any space. Uh, again, coming time. off your last point. You were saying that you don't have like you you were expressing that like an outlet or a vice or an escape essentially, like there is none. And the extrovert in me is just struggling. Honestly, this is um, this has just been <laughs> just really hard. Um, just finding any excuse to, I just soak up the outside a little bit more differently now. And the thing is, I'm extroverted and introverted, but when being forced to be one or the other, it just doesn't feel right. Okay. And that's just been a struggle for me. In what ways? Like, can you give an example or a, a time where you realized you were struggling? I mean, maybe you're perpetually struggling, but is there like yeah, one no. thing? <laughs> is there like one thing that it is a it is an ongoing? Thing. <laughs> I, I wish there was one thing that I could pinpoint. Um, well, for instance, um, we haven't really talked about this. Uh, we haven't talked about it on the podcast. We haven't really talked about it personally either. But I was planning on spending a lot of this year dating you. Yeah. Like I had designs. Like there was a reason why we did all of this work, right? Why I did that tech program was to get a higher paying job, obviously help us get out of debt, but also to live a little. And that's just, it's, I can't, I literally can't. I have a list of restaurants that I really wanted to take you to and try out from when I was driving Lyft. Mm -hmm. I wrote down a lot of the places that I stopped by different hotels, like, okay, 200 every couple of weeks here, restaurant, maybe a nice day at a hotel, something like that. Like, just trying something different and i just i just literally can't <laughs> i can't so i you know my ideas and thoughts and plans that i wanted to do just you know got canceled on me and i don't know i don't know when we'll be able to do it i know that i still want to but the extrovert in me is just really sad by that like i'm just it's just a constant state of waiting until some excuse for us to go out or what's you know what's acceptable this week like things are getting a little bit better we're trying other places because other places have gotten safer or smarter about how they like are selling food and yeah. you know, whatever the case is. But fact of the matter is I'm not going to be able to take you to the skating ring this year. Yeah. <laughs> and I won't be able to, you know, take you ice skating um, once the rink opens up and some other stuff just because we're not doing it. Um, unless we are. Who knows? Because masks exist. We'll be outside. I don't know. There's a lot of not knowing. Mm -hmm. That's the stress of it's just stressful. And the extrovert in me is dying. Very slowly. Well, I'm sorry, babe. That's all right. I mean, I'm, again, little things here and there. Little things. Um, I I have a different appreciation for the car rides with you driving. Yeah, it's been it's been <laughs> nice. like I'm I'm now I'm I'm seeing the world from a different point of view. From literally, the passenger side. Like oh. <laughs> Mind you, we take this trip all the time to your mom's and back or to like the gas station or the grocery store. Yeah. I'm seeing shit I ain't never seen before. New bushes, street signs. <laughs> I'm just celebrating everything. Like, oh my God, it's so beautiful. But it's just, I, that's it. Uh -oh. That's all I got. It's, that's it. Yeah, you're right. We had to find, um, I don't know. I mean, I hear you. I don't even know what the fuck I'm saying, Mike. This is, I'm just like. <laughs> 
Well, I, mean, I think I'm just feeling it today. I'm just feeling the woes, it. and it's been it's been a long week. Mm-hmm. Uh, Brianna Taylor's murderers were not charged. Were not. There well, was, one was charged. You know, with, I mean, well, you know, they weren't. Nothing. To yeah. Do with her death. Right for her death. Right. This this is why it doesn't fucking count. Like this is pointless. But Dennis, doctor, I'm just tired. Doctor. I went to doctor. Oh yeah. And I had my 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 pap smear, ladies. Ugh. Everything is good, and Randy is great. I mean, everything's fine, but it's a pap smear, y'all know. Yeah. Oh, you just just have the process is invasive, and no matter how much you like your doctor, I can't imagine y'all enjoyed those little duck bill things being stuffed in your vaginas and opened up. It's awful. You hear the clicking. It's like, is that my vagina or is that the thing? (laughs) (laughs) Am I clicking? This is Am I allowed to laugh at this? Uh, I don't. I don't fucking care, Mike. I don't. Know. <laughs> I don't care if you laugh. Because y'all um, gotta go through all that, but like we just gotta cough. Oh no! And mind you, I haven't done that. Before. I still haven't gotten. Like, y'all gotta a prostate get prostate exam exams and, and stuff. I ain't. I haven't gotten one. You're not old enough yet. You're about to be. Oh, you about to be? Homie. I'm not gonna do it, Mikey. What do you mean? I ain't doing trying it. Trying to be preventative. Okay, we're not getting on this anyway. <laughs> it's been a long week, and I feel like y'all can probably tell. And yeah, so I'm to you, babe. I. Know that you're an extrovert, and it's actually part of my fight or flight. <laughs> <laughs> okay. And um, and yeah, I mean, it's not exciting for me either. The introverts still like to socialize. I still miss I my friends. I miss hugging people. You know, I mm-hmm. miss. I mean, thankfully, we live, you know, with your sisters, and you know, we have some type of interaction with people. But I couldn't mm-hmm. imagine what it would be like for someone single. You know, um, or someone living apart from their family. I know we right. have listeners who who are in cities away from their their people right um who can't drive to them who can't mm-hmm. fly or you know you could but there was a spirit video i don't know if you've seen it, it got removed from twitter but these <laughs> which one? like he was it like we the, flew spirit it was one the time. pilot pretending to be like a nigga like no <laughs> they were it? landing okay and he missed the the strip and, and laid in the up? water. Oh, no. Like, it started flooding. That's not real. <laughs> Mikey, Is that real? It was. It was. But you can't find it anymore. In case Mike, Spirit ever like, wants to partner with No. Them. No. No. <laughs> Next point. I fuck with Spirit. Mikey. Remember, I used to, I worked for Spirit. I'm not hungry for a certain point. I'm not hungry enough. They were, they were the terminal that I had to work. I worked for a subsidiary that also worked on Delta planes, but we had spirit planes too. Mike. They were a little rickety when they pulled in. Rickety? Mike, we paid for, <laughs> you, how much is that for like? It was a round trip for like six. For like $2. <laughs> <laughs> like $2. Mega bus prices. And all I could, this all we could spirit take, first came out. What year yes, was it was like first, first. It was very new. What year was it? It was 20. We were in college. 13, 14. I don't know when they first came out. I know because Airtran, you just stopped doing their cheap flights. Thing, and they were, yeah, they were switching their names to Southwest. And under for like I don't know, but we so paid Randy two dollars. That was the roughest flight of my life. It was like cardboard all around us. And normally I'd be like, okay, well my saving grace is going to be I have my bubble gum and I'm going to get ginger ale when they come around <laughs> with the cart. <laughs> all I need is the ginger ale. These niggas pull up. They, they start handing out you know they hand out pamphlets. I was like, where's the cart? It's like, oh, would you like to order something? Like, <laughs> I look on the thing, mini can of ginger ale, five dollars. So my point is, Randy, can't nobody fly nowhere, and if you can, you probably shouldn't. We love but spirit, like it's, it's, and if y'all are providing free flights, like uh, what? After this pandemic, hit us up. We'll risk it. I ain't got no. Shame. My second one. I'm not. <laughs> in, anyway, thank you. What Mike. is? You're welcome. 
I'm confused right now as a content creator. Um, it's very hard living in these times in a lot of ways. On the one hand, I want to show gratitude because I am thankful that for the most part, our family is healthy. You know, outside of like some mental and emotional things, we're like, <laughs> we're all mm-hmm. doing relatively well. We're all following, you know, for the most part, protocols, using common sense. We're all like, you know, many of us in therapy, like for the most part, we're okay. Mm-hmm. But on the other hand, I'm having a lot of survivor's guilt. A lot of people have died this year. Like a lot of people die every year, but a lot of people have died this year. In a way um, that could have been prevented, but could have definitely been preventable, pre- prevented and could have definitely been, um, you know, lessened by more people with common sense. And like, you know, if systemic racism wasn't a thing and all and these that. awful white supremacy things. And like a lot of things could have been very different and just in general. And it's really hard to create to like push out an episode or like have episode done and it's time to upload and then right before we upload somebody has died and you then know it's like is this in either from covid either even, from yeah. police brutality either from life you know um mm-hmm. and it would also be mourning that like this yeah. year kobe like i'm still not over that no chadwick like a whole bunch of people in the middle like i'm it's just like one death after the other these are just like celebrities we're not talking about like mm-hmm. everyday people or even people in our personal lives. Right. Um, and so, um, right. I haven't been okay since my cousin died. So like, we I'm haven't had of... any time. There's no time to really mourn and grieve because no. like it, I'm like grief has just been very redundant this year. Mm-hmm. And, and I'm, I'm just like confused about where, where to, what to do. I'm just like, I don't, because on the one hand, people like I do for other podcasts that I listen to rely on these shows to yeah. get me through. Like I'm having a rough day. I'm going to pull up one of my favorite shows and I'm going to listen to either an old episode or a new one. I'm going to, you know, it gives me something to distract myself from. No, And we've gotten reviews that have been really great. Like it's like, mm-hmm. I'm so glad y'all did this. Um, this even more really recently helpful. off of one of your episodes, the same things like, that's why we did this, you know, yeah. that's why we started. And it, it's, so I'm just like, yeah. it's yeah. So, I'm just really confused. I'm going through like a lot of my own stuff, which is from the first point that I made. And to create at a time like this, especially as we get like sponsors and things and to be essentially on a schedule. Mm-hmm. So just like not having the same type of freedom we would have had last year when we weren't like monetizing or doing anything. We could just stop be like, we'll see y'all. <laughs> but we can't. <laughs> say, we can't. Give us a second. So uh, if break we, coming in November. Just heads up. But regardless of the election results, we need a break. <laughs> But no, really, I, um, yeah, I'm just confused and I'm thankful that maybe that it hasn't showed up in the content, but that's basically, that's mainly because of my first point of like being exposed and trying to like create content that could actually also help me, mm. you know, but yeah, I'm just, there, there's a lot of things in my mind and it's impacting my ability to produce and it's impacting my, or it's affecting my ability to produce and it's affecting my, um, like resolve and Cause I could be in like in the middle of an episode and just burst out crying. I mean, you know, I'm just like, this is a lot. So yeah, I'm feeling it. it. I'm feeling it. And also trying not to be too much. Like, you know, you know, like you were saying your point, this is like this hustle grind culture. You're not taking advantage of this opportunity. It's really hard to take advantage of opportunities when everybody's dying around you, you know, but also especially people that look like you or look like people around you or people that you just care for. Right. Because you're human. Right. And yet we do see, you know, creators out here. Everybody's starting a podcast now and that's fine. Do you tell your stories? And, Mm -hmm. but also it's like, I, you can tell, and I was listening to lovey's um, podcast. She's an actress. I want to say she's an actress. I found her through her Ted talk, but she has a podcast and she had this guest on and they were talking about how like they're noticing an increase in content 
for, um, pe- for people because of this time, because mm-hmm. everybody's at home and they're trying to, you know, get into their things, and that's fine. But like, it doesn't feel real or authentic. Like, yeah, like that. It, it like it's looks just like, like keeping up with the Joneses, amount. right? Yeah. It's just a, and you, you know, we all, well, we all got our stuff. I'm not trying to judge anybody. All I'm saying is, it's just like, like you were saying, should we be doing more? But like, I don't know how to do more and still like be myself <laughs> because some fair. days, some days I'm just not on. Some days I'm like, I can't, I can't see another person die. I'm going to read this book, you know, but I'm a creator too, you know, and we got this episodes that's going to drop weekly because we don't even know what days no more. We just know it's happening every week. Hopefully nobody died on that day. And it's just like, I mean, but here's the thing though, even with that, we still remain consistent. We're, we are us regardless of whatever. So we still use our space to have the conversations that we want to have. And we're still genuine because we don't know how to be anything else, but we're human. So if honestly, we I can't do it today, then we just can't do it today. If yeah. I don't have it in me today. I'm not gonna, I can't bullshit y'all. And pre, I, we're just not really good pretenders. Plus a lot of y'all could tell. Yeah. Especially our people on Patreon. <laughs> we be getting texts. We be getting like, told about ourselves. Okay. Like, need to sit. Maybe y'all need to Damn. stop doing this. <laughs> And you know we're like you know what? <laughs> but you're right. You y'all gonna get them two episodes regardless. So Sometimes they may be back to back. They may be Thursday and Friday. <laughs> they may be Monday and Tuesday. But you will get your. You gonna get them? <sighs> What's your last thing, babe? No, my last one again. I guess this is just enough. So when Randy brought up the idea for this episode, it was funny because whenever we have our production meetings, we're like, "Hey, so what do you want to talk about?" And this particular episode, Randy brought up the idea right as I was gonna say it. Um, because I feel like we were in tune, like we had the same idea. And I keep coming off of your points with the same point. And my third point comes off your last point in the same way. Um, I just started thinking about the old Oscar Wilde quote. Um, life imitates art far more than art imitates life. Mm-hmm. And how that's just not correct no more. Yeah. <laughs> like your art is purely an imitation of our life, especially in the work that we do. Um, and so right now I'm just thinking a lot that life is dictating our art. As opposed to us being able to just freely express ourselves because of how stressful things are outside of this podcast that we do. And as a creator, when life and other stuff start dictating your work, it's just difficult. That's a woe to me. It's like, um, like what I was talking about earlier. Um, there's some, there's a lot of living that we had planned. There's a lot of things that we were supposed to be doing. I, just, I really, I can't stress enough how, how excited I was at the top of this year for like, okay, when we go into this next season and the stuff that I want to talk about and the stuff that I want to try and roll out with you and do with you and build this community and all these people that we talk to and start to meet some people and go expose ourselves to some new things because in a way we're kind of like hermits, like we're us and we kind of carry our safe space wherever we go or we refrain from putting ourselves in certain situations because, you know, we don't want to risk it or sometimes we don't want to try some new things. But I was, there were a lot of conversations that you and I were both having about how that's just kind of something we wanted to change up and some new things we wanted to try and we just can. Yeah. Um, like life is dictating how this art goes. Life, all this sadness happening outside of this home is, is dictating our feelings. It's because there's just been a bombardment of, she dying, he dying, the police killing this one, that one. Before you get over this one, oh, there's another one. It's there, there are about five hashtags that you might have missed focusing on that one. People arguing over which hashtag needs more focus. Like, it's like, it's a lot. It's a lot and it's getting, it's, it's really, really heavy. Um, and we in the past have been able to kind of filter what life is happening while life is happening to us, filter it 
out and through each other and figure out what it is that we want to share in this space. Um, and our podcast has always been an expression of what it is that we're going through, but also, you know, what we're hopeful for. Yeah. And I, it's just, yeah. hey, it's not been a lot of, you know, discussion on things that we're like hopeful for because I don't know about you, but life is dictating me, it's pushing me in a direction where it's just not, I'm just not as hopeful today. And that can change tomorrow. I could be really excited and thinking that some things will be positive, but it's just that I just haven't felt that way in a while. Um, and that, and it sucks because, what I don't want is my creative space, the podcast, the the area and space that we built uh, for us to be able to express ourselves is going to be like a place where we now go just to share sad, sad stories. <laughs> I mean, know? I don't think we've done that at I don't all either. really this season. I'm afraid. I'm afraid that as time goes on, this may be a thing that happens, obviously without like us trying for that to happen, where there's this trend of, hey, y'all, it's, it's just getting it's getting bad. It's getting like it's just, And it just stays that way. Um and that's like the the sad hopelessness <laughs> in me talking. I don't feel like that's the case, but again, that wasn't the plan. And so that that life dictating our art woe um, is something that I feel like creators can understand. Again, also coming off your point, like maybe like we had a we we prepared to put out an ad for a snippet that we thought was really funny. And then someone dies, and it's like maybe today, <laughs> today yeah. ain't the. I don't want to do that. I don't want to do that. I, I need to actually sit and focus and understand what it is that I'm feeling and and cope now. And maybe I just need to like keep you close, and we just need to go sit down for a minute. Yeah. Um, but that's hard when, again, you, you planned for something different. So, just yeah. that 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 part is um the creator in me hates it. I hate it when outside forces start to start to have an effect because at the end of the day we're us we're gonna always be us we're gonna do us and it's gonna be great because you know i love you you love me and we we make hot shit but i don't like when like feeling like being surrounded by stuff and it's starting to creep in and it mess with your art i get it i do thanks babe you're welcome what's your last one <sighs> my last one is um i guess it's a plus but i've re- i've received perspective in Ooh. hindsight really is 2020 so you know oh, i get a, it because it's 2020 you know is that a dad joke um <laughs> it might be i've had to make decisions as a woman and mom especially that make me sad but that ultimately are for the best and so 2020 and going through you know the pandemic the revolution and everybody you know just being forced to confront some things and talk about some things and see some things and mm. unlearn some things has really forced me um as a creator to you know, to uh, to announce and face what isn't working. So that includes like my episodes, my indie episodes. So I go in thinking I'm going to do one thing, but my spirit is like, no, nah. you know, like because and I've received so much perspective and I've learned so much during this time that I know better now to ignore that feeling. Um, And that is not just about. And that's like, you know, that's just with anything with relationships, people you think acting funny, you know, like all of that, you know, is I'm just too tired to ignore signs and, <laughs> and to ignore myself. Mm. Like that's how worn out by everything I am. And so, but that's actually like working to my benefit. Um, or at least it's just helping me. And, and, you know, that's just one of the ways that God makes lemonade, you know, <laughs> makes really good things out of tragedies and i'm grateful for all the things i am learning and i'm grateful for 
this challenge in adjusting and adapting and even I'm even you know I'm grateful for in some ways the grief because it's forcing me to commune with people to talk to you absolutely to go to therapy like I've had to be like okay because there are stages to grief and one of those stages are acceptance you know and 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 that's where I am hmm what I want to hug you <laughs> really far away. I love you. I love you. How about you, y'all? <laughs> Engagement. Yes. Are are you creating right now? Or are you, are you stumped? Or worn out? Or stressed? How are you managing? Let yes. us know. <laughs> Somebody. Somebody. Anybody. Let yes. us know. Please shoot us an email at blackmillmare at gmail.com or leave us a voicemail at 770-750-4098. Or hit us up on social media with your thoughts on this episode. Answer me this. How long have you had that mattress? Because it's looking even lumpier than my lockdown love handles. And while those might be more cuddly, a lumpy mattress is doing nothing for your comfort levels or your sleep. So whatever body you're rocking, put it on a Nectar mattress. And right now you can save over $500 on any queen or king bundle. That includes a Nectar mattress, foundation, mattress protector, cooling pillows, and sheet set, as well as our 365-night home trial and a forever warranty. Go to Nectarsleep.com slash save 500 and get hugged. It's time for Randy and Mike's Fight or Flight. They've held it in all week, but you gon' hear it tonight. Don't really matter who is wrong or right, cause it's Fight or Flight. Fight or Flight. What you got for me, baby? So, Mike, my, my fight is. My you gotta fight say it is, into the mic. My fight is. Uh huh. You don't be reading the room. Oh, you, real quick, before she continue, y'all, there's more space between us. We're like apart from each other right now. It's a little standoff. We're still here. sitting next to each other, Mike. Okay, what's up? This is what I'm talking about. This. What is what you're talking about? You ain't talking about nothing yet. You always, uh. I'm just... always, uh. <laughs> <laughs> Y'all hear how she talk about me? Mike, you know I love you. Uh-huh. But I'm always, uh. Oh, I couldn't do this. Yes, because that's marriage sometimes. Sometimes that's friendships. Sometimes I'm always, Sometimes uh. you need to get away from, I don't need to get away from you. That's not what my fight is. My uh-huh. fight is. Is that I be, you know, in my zone, I'm thinking, I'm, you know, I'm in my head, I'm, I'm being a mother to your mm-hmm. child, changing a diaper. Okay. I'm trying to get everybody calm or fed or something. And mm-hmm. you be like, babe, come here, come sit on my lap, come lay on top of me, come do this thing that you don't have no time to do. Oh. Even though I see you stressed and trying to get done because you see it as me not wanting to stop and like love on you and sit with you and things. And I see it That's as me. And I see it as me trying to get things done so that I can be available to you. Got you. And I'm tired. You just be doing that to me all the time. You be wanting to play. I, you say, come here. I come here. You pull me down on the bed. And like in a way, you know, that's great because you huh? like force me to like, you know, lighten up. But other times I got shit to do. <laughs> and you be messing with me. And I'm tired. What? Nothing. I'm listening to you. I'm listening to you and I'm trying to hear what you, what is it you're saying. I'm so your fight is, is is that you don't like when I try to stop you in the middle of something that you may be doing and pulling you out of that because mm-hmm. I be playing. You be playing? You be playing. And it makes you think about when I was in labor and Ashley was like, if you see her not breathing, touch her, you know, 
bring her back. Don't mm-hmm. touch me. You know. Gotcha. <laughs> so don't help you when you need help. Is your fight today? <laughs> Obviously, I'm gonna go ahead and and I'm gonna fight this, but I'm gonna leave you with something at the end. Okay. <laughs> a little something, something. What's your fight? Um. In those moments that you're describing, there are some times, obviously, where I can re- I, I know how to read the room. You're aware that I have this skill. Um, if I notice that we haven't communed with each other at all during the day, <laughs> because you know what? Randy's been in her head the entire time, or she's constantly, she's working, or you're doing something, and maybe 16 hours of the day have gone by, and I haven't hugged you. That's not true. I'm, may- we hug every morning when Maybe. You wake up. I'm saying maybe. Maybe in this situation, there has been nothing but a whole bunch of hard work and Randy shit. And as the day has gone by myself, I also have been doing things, um, engaged with stuff, feeding our daughter, feeding you, feeding myself, like (laughs) doing all of those things. But at some point I recognize, hey, this will probably be a good moment to hug my wife. This is probably a good moment to call you over. This will probably be a good moment to break the monotony of this introverted ass, sad ass, stuck in the house ass day. (laughs) <laughs> with a moment of laughter so hey come sit your fine ass on my lap and let me whisper something stupid in your ear before i let you go back and do what you gotta I do i don't have time but you do you do have to, you have nothing but time as we <laughs> learned from the first part of this episode you ain't got shit to do but do this um so i hear you and again it's not my intention um and i'm honestly gonna fly because i i apologize if it comes across as oh he's trying to intercept part of my day because he needs something um when truthfully i see you and i recognize all right it's been a long ass day and that's me saying that knowing how you are in your head i know it's also been a long ass day for her because this entire day she's just been beating herself up also um, I also know that she notices that I want her, you know, that I want to touch her, that her child keeps pulling at her leg because when you looking at your mommy? screen, mommy, you are mommy. not looking at Drew. You know why Drew says mommy so much? It ain't because <laughs> it's her favorite word. It's because she, your attention is the attention that she really, really wants. I know. She just does. But truth be told, there's stuff that needs to get done. It is. And for the most part, I got to kind of play the position of like distractor, like you just take a moment let's let's go away let's leave mommy give mommy some space but when we finally do get to get back into your space i want you to know that we love you and that you are not alone in this space so yes earlier today for example i pulled you onto my lap and you know what you did for the first time for like a couple hours that day you smiled (laughs) so you may not have noticed but i definitely did you've been walking around stressed your shoulders get a little bit higher this is the you know, the masseuse already broke this down to you how your body works. Your shoulders get high as all hell, um, and it makes your shoulder blades look hella tense. Like while it's sexy and you'd be like cut up a little bit, right. I can tell that it's from your stress. No dead ass. And so, yeah, I pull you to my lap. Come here, come here. And yeah, I'm gonna be silly and yeah, I'm gonna try to do something to put a smile on your face because that's like all I got in, in this pandemic bubble that we're living in. Um. So while, again, I apologize for how it comes across, it is not my intention, and I just want you to know that, to insert myself into your day because it's something I'm trying to get from you. It's more so I want to give her something today. Um, and I feel like in those small moments where you smile, and Drew sees you smile, and now she runs up and she wants to be a part of this group hugs, and she's yeah. sitting on daddy's lap. Like that's, I think that's, that's good for everybody. I think that's good for everybody. But again, I love you and it's not my intention to bug you. But I'm always do what I got to do to make you smile. That's been 
something that I've loved doing since we were teenagers and it's not going to stop. However, I can still make sure that I'm stating my intention and I can obviously read the room. I can always be better at something. So I can obviously <laughs> be better at reading the room and saying, Hey, maybe this ain't the moment. Maybe this ain't the moment. So again, I love you. I apologize. That's my fight. And I'm going to fly. <laughs> I love you too. Thank you. You're welcome. PDA is your first, homie. All right. Um, so there's some news that Randy still is not going to share with the public. <laughs> this is not time. So I won't talk about how proud I am of her for that. Instead, I'm going to focus on something more recently. Sorry, more recent. Uh, you made dinner tonight. I did. I did. That's it, y'all. That's the that's the punchline. That's the big boom. Mikey. The, she made dinner and that shit was delicious. And there is nothing... Not nothing. There are lots of things that I love. Sex, obviously. Head, duh. Um, <laughs> but the food. It's just the more you practice, the more you really start just be cooking around. It's nice. It's nice. It's nice to go be doing something, cleaning, whatever, playing with a child, just doing stuff, and then coming and getting fed. And you brought me the plate. Did I? I you did. did. You did. You I brought did. me the plate. Randy. You bring me my plates when you cook. All the time. Yeah. And so it's just really nice. But I put the plate in my lap. It almost fell out because I was hard. And I just really oh appreciate it. <laughs> oh. I love you. I love you. That was me reading the room. <laughs> You're stupid. I am, but you love it. So thank you. Thank you for feeding me. Feeding my soul. You're welcome. And my stomach. I made a sheet pan. It was really great. good. Broccoli, barbecue chicken, and sweet potatoes. Real quick, delicious. It's real good. Thank you very much. You're welcome. This is so random. It's not necessarily relevant. I'll tell you off mic. Never mind. No. What? I. So I was randomly. You know, I randomly have my high thoughts, even though I'm never high. Before she gets into her high thoughts, <laughs> I'm gonna toss this at the end of my PDA. Also, you braided my hair today, which again I really I appreciate because I've been walking around here looking fucking crazy. No, you haven't. Like, I have. Just like a little mini troll. No, crazy. I do not. No, it's not okay. Thank you for braiding my hair. <laughs> You're Go ahead. welcome. What was your high thought? The high thought I was thinking was... Hey, y'all, real quick. Randy don't smoke. So when she say it was a high thought, it's really just Randy being in like an airheaded space. And whatever the thought is, it's stupid. I'm not saying my wife is stupid. I would never say that. But the thought that she had was stupid. I'm going to let you continue. I was randomly thinking how we could never break up. Because if I got with someone else and that someone else was a man, I wouldn't know any of the, like the social cues. Like... I came out the gate giving you head. You know, like, you didn't have to bully me. You didn't have to do any of that. I was just like, okay, you know, I came out the gate swallowing, you know, like, I have no, you know, qualms. Yeah. And I was like, we could never break up because I'm going to just be out here. I was just randomly thinking about that. And you bringing up liking hair and things made me think about it. I love you. That was one of my hot thoughts. I was so just real like, oh quick, so if I just start randomly introducing stuff again, you're going to be cool with it just because? Like, that's what do you just mean? The space you like, if I just start doing shit, you're just going to accept it? What are you talking about? Like, sexually. If I just start doing shit, just like, because, like, how you just stated, you just you just went with it. Because you ain't know, know better, I guess. Or well, I, I know better now. <laughs> I'm not 15. <laughs> <laughs> nah, Randy, it do go right there. No. <laughs> 
wrong Whole Foods. Nah, it just that's that's how it works, Mikey. No, I am not sex. 15 anymore, <laughs> and I do not recommend sex at 15 if you can help it because I don't want to be out here like I was. Okay, and that was your random high thought. You was thinking what? about leaving me and giving another. No, dude I was just like, man, we really gotta like make sure we keep this up, man. Because got you. Yeah. So my PDA is today. Well, we ordered a. We ordered a. We ordered a. What is the thing called? Rail for Drew's toddler yeah. bed because y'all we done had to convert her bed to a toddler bed because she's climbing over shit now she's too long and it wasn't serving us to have the old one on there anyway the crib yeah we had to break she wake up and start crying because she felt like she was in prison and she was yeah and she's just over it and so but she fell out of her toddler bed a few weeks ago and she felt bad you know thankfully the bed is not too high or anything like that and she was so sleepy she just kind of cried till we picked her up <laughs> she went back to sleep but i watched the fall happen and it was but i was like half awake half sleep mm-hmm. i could make it in time and Drew i has fallen have not from higher heights Drew, i know but the ways. way she fell i get it she could have really hurt herself and it really broke my heart because I was so fucking tired. <laughs> I couldn't get out the bed quick enough. And my baby is just like crying Dying. with her eyes closed because she sleep. <laughs> and I just felt like a really awful mom. And mm. so we got this rail because I can't sleep. Like I'm watching her. I'm watching her in her bed and I just know she's going to fall. And I know I if I you. move her, it's it's like damned if you do, damned if you don't. If I move her and she wakes You're up, more damned fucked. if you don't. <laughs> if I don't move her, she falls on the bed, off the bed, and she like kills herself. And now they taking my baby, you know, because because you did. <laughs> yes. I, uh, maybe that's how it like works. you don't do me, okay? I'm just I'm putting together facts you putting. So up. what I'm saying is, uh-huh. we got this bed, we got this rail, and uh-huh. you put it together today. Uh huh. And we realize it don't fit. <laughs> I love you, and I know this is a PDA, so I'm, I'm going to let you rock. You realize it don't but fit. real quick, I'm going to interrupt you one more time <laughs> to give a little bit more backstory. Um, so when we first took off the, the original railing cage of her bed, we were sitting with the decision of, hey, we should lower her bed because it's too high. But it takes so much to lower this bed. I thought I was being thoughtful. It does, but we were we lowered it anyway. We, so I lowered you did- the bed, and then when we were looking, I was like, we should go one more peg because there's like a little gap between the wooden part that was the base and the bottom of the mattress. So it was like, no, we should just close it out. That way it's low to the ground. She can crawl in, crawl out. Um, but we didn't. Randy was like, nah. We didn't because you had already finished. I, and I, I was did. Being, I had and lowered it, was a it lot one of peg. Work. And then we looked at it as like, ah, oh, we should probably you lower it You put the mattress on it. Like, it was done. And I was like, well, we'll just yeah, get the... But and still. I was fine. And then she fell. And I was like, no. But it's st- so... so the rail don't fit. <laughs> and rail, so, yeah, the rail don't it's fit. It's too big for her bed. And so Mikey ends up having to lower the bed anyway. anyway. So now I've lowered the bed. <laughs> and Again. I really appreciate you, babe, for you're doing welcome. that. Because I you're will, a good whatever dad. Whatever I got to do for my girls, I'm You're a good do. dad and you be dealing with my anxiety and you just be taking it on the chin. <laughs> really appreciate you i only do this because shit i don't be trying to stress you out i don't what <laughs> what did you say you hear it he when repeated you play it back. people you're editing this one you'll hear it when you listen to the episode <sighs> so, i said i only do this for pussy oh okay well that's good to know i guess you're welcome so i'm a simple man all right i know so anyway i really appreciate you for just just doing it mike you just you just push through and now her bed is lower so if she falls 
then it's a six inch fall. Then she just falls, and I won't feel like such a bad mom. I mean, you still will be. I will be an awful mom, but but only for that moment. But I know I would know that I did everything I could by having you do everything you could <laughs> to lower her bed. <laughs> so I don't know how yeah. to talk to you anymore. Thank you, babe. I love you. You're welcome. I love you too. This episode was sponsored by BetterHelp, an affordable, private, and online online counseling service. If you heard our marriage counseling episode, which was episode 96, mm-hmm. then you know we use the service for ourselves, and we really did. And so we can personally vouch for it, and yes. we really will. So if you have other questions, please just email us or DM us. Lots of people have, and we'll tell you all the truth. We love it, and we want people to use it as well if you can so if you want to and you're thinking about it you can use our affiliate link which is www.betterhelp.com slash bmm to get 20 percent off of your membership because we could all use some therapy y'all oh and <laughs> now loved, more than we ever. loved e so yeah go back to episode 96 if you haven't heard it and mm-hmm. if you're jumping around if you really want to know how it was for us and one of our assignments and all the times i cried we were fine. Every Look time. at us. We're fine. I did not cry every <laughs> session. Like every, every other session. session. But one. The first, everyone but the first one. That's okay. It was an emotional time. <laughs> she was just asked a lot of questions. Shit. Anyway, <laughs> y'all. <laughs> Betterhelp.com slash BMM. Yes. Uh, to invest in our show and support us and to get ad-free, exclusive, and extra content, Head over to patreon.com slash black millennial marriage. The black millennial marriage podcast is a domino sounds network. Gang, gang. New episodes twice a week. Yes. The black millennial marriage podcast fight or flight jingle was created by Ebony Janae at Janae jingles. Details, Details in our show notes. You see, we in sync, baby. Super sync. I can't wait to smash tonight. We are now and still available on iTunes, Spotify, mm-hmm. Stitcher, Google mm-hmm. Podcasts, and all other major streaming services. Rate us. Five stars if you enjoyed this episode. Be sure to check out our website, www.blackmillionaremarriage.com. And, and follow, follow us. us on social media <laughs> platforms. On Instagram, what are we, baby? <laughs> Black Millennial Marriage. On Facebook, who are we? Black Millennial Marriage Podcast. And on Twitter? At underscore the Chapmans. Thank you again for listening, y'all. As always, be blessed. Don't settle. Fight clean. Peace. Root Insurance is all about you and how you drive. In fact, that's the number one factor we use to give you a better price, which puts you in control. Just download the Root app, hit the road, and we'll take care of the rest. The app measures your driving behavior and gives you a custom rate based primarily on your driving. The better you drive, the better your rate. It's car insurance made for you. Visit joinroot.com today to get started. Disclaimers may apply. See joinroot.com for details. At Parker, our purpose is simple. We want to make the world a better place. By working more efficiently. By using more sustainable practices. By developing better technologies. We keep moving forward. With each new idea, innovation, and partnership, we're one step closer to fulfilling our purpose every single day. To find out more, visit parker.com slash purpose. Parker, engineering your success.